And this episode is sponsored by the good people over at Manscaped. Especially in time for Valentine's Day, which is just around the corner. And well, Manscaped, they're great partners. And they've got some tools to get your balls ready for all those guys listening. To get your balls ready for the special occasion of V-Day. And for the girls listening, to get your guys' balls ready as well. We've got a, we've got a great offer. You know, you get 20% off plus free shipping with the, with the code YLB. But before that, why? Why is it so important to get your balls ready? For Valentine's Day, Terence. I think that's a great question because now, uh, going on a V-Day date is very different from pre-pandemic times and all. Now, mm. really, when you go on a date with someone at a restaurant, it's no longer about so much about the ambiance because you know can't really have music and performances and all that. So it's really just about you and the other person and having a connection. So mm. if you're feeling like you know uncomfortable and hot and unprepared and like you haven't groomed yourself properly, right? I mm. feel like you won't be at your best. You won't be at your hundred percent best, even during the date itself. So, mm. so it's, to, to me, it's, it's super important that, that yeah, you take care of yourself and groom yourself, and not not just about the balls, but even like you know your your nose with the, the nose trimmer and and around your around your face and everything as well, uh. Also, because you know Singapore is coming out of the cool weather, you know it's starting to get hot, and if you're sitting there first date, second date, maybe you get a little nervous. Something's mm. gonna be sweating, lah, right? Yeah. Um. And and the 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 folks at Manscaped they have their lawnmower, lawnmower yeah. which helps you trim trim your your nether region. But they also have like what you said, the weed whacker for the nose, but also deodorant for your mm. balls yeah. and a toner for your balls. Yeah, I think taking taking care of like yourself down there will make sure that uh, everything waist up also uh, just looks really attractive on Valentine's Day itself. Uh. Yeah, and and this is not just for guys like if, if you're a, a a girl or yeah if you're you're a guy and you have a special guy in your life you can get it for the partner and especially because we have got an offer of twenty percent uh, off plus free shipping all you have to do is go to manscape.com and use the promo code YLB which stands for Yalabat YLB at manscape.com the link is in the show notes and have a great Valentine's Day everybody and for now on to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. <laughs> Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news, the touchiest topics, and the most festive occasions with a touch of what, Terence? Humor. That's right. It's the Chinese New Year edition, man. It's the Chinese New Year episode. Oh, I know you could. I know you can't take it. I know you can't take it. It's just way too much majority. Majority. No, no, uh, no. I'm fine. Right now, right? I'm, I'm fine when you bring a bit of personality to the intro, no? Because normally, oh. Terence, your your monotonousness uh, can be quite dreary. Uh. So I was I like, hey, shit, Terence no, exactly. is going to pack his re- step. It's very important to be authentic and not like be fakely, fakely energetic when I'm not like you know. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm tired after a long day at 9 p.m. recording a podcast, things like that, I don't like to fake like oh, ba, 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 you do the kind of thing. So no, but yeah, but yeah. maybe you don't get energized by making this podcast. But every time we oh, I start, see. I can feel the energy go through my veins. No, I see. Oh, I just see, just see. So go through. You're like Captain yeah, Planet. Can't help it. Huh? Yeah, it's it's all real energy just popping out. Huh? Got just it, got popping it. out. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. But how has your Chinese New Year been? Um. Oh, it's super. It's a very super muted Chinese New Year, and I don't mm. mean it just for myself. But uh, I've been. I mean, I've been doing a little bit of visiting, going around. I find like yeah, it's just generally very quiet. Like like car parks aren't like filled to the brim, and then you know I don't see the annoying uh, matching family colors. Like the whole family wearing the same color and walking around kind of thing. 
Mm. I, I, I see very little of that actually. But isn't that, I mean, isn't, isn't that always the case or like compared to last year, uh, last year also I assume was very quiet like, but pre-COVID because I went for my uncle walk and all in the morning, it's amazing man, like it's so mm. still, so quiet, but people but are yeah. still moving, moving about what, so, so why, why, why is it, is it abnormally no, quiet year, this year? Last year we had eight people. Oh yeah, uh, you we could visitors. do eight people. This year, five people and five people gets complicated lah, the moment you're talking about Having multiple uh visit uh, multiple households visiting, five mm, people mm. is is it's hard la, unless unless you know, uh yeah la, childless uh couple or something like that la, or you know a couple that isn't isn't uh, doesn't have a child or anything then then maybe somehow the math can work I otherwise see, it's tough man it's very tough yeah but but okay la, like, I mean still festive la, still festive yeah 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 absolutely I think I think we we are in a much better place now. Than, than, than how we felt last year, right? About about uh, COVID and, and, and all. I hope so, la, I hope so. But but I did find out one thing this year which uh, I'm quite shocked by la, that is related to the mm. Chinese New Year. Yes, okay, for that? the longest time, right? My whole life, I thought I was born in the year of the rat. Oh, really? Right? And then... Whole fucking life. But today, yeah. I found out I'm actually born in the year of the pig. <laughs> oh, it's because you're January, is it? Yeah, January. Yeah. What but do you the check hell? you got checked the exact date no, back then? Yeah, I checked, I googled it. Uh January 1984, Zodiac. Yeah, mm. the pig, the year of the pig ends February 1st, and I'm a January baby. So my whole Call life, it. 38 years, 37, yeah. 38, 38 years, I thought I'm a rat. But now mm. I know I'm a pig. Uh but but I mean it's okay, lah. Pigs. Yeah, pigs I know. Are, pigs are in oh, yeah, Chinese yeah. culture they're re- re- revered, you know. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm disappointed to be a pig. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I just said I feel I've been living a zodiac lie my whole life. La. Zodiac lie. Even, zodiac lie. You've yeah. been like uh, crossing crossing species. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fake, <laughs> All my life decisions another, that have been based on my zodiac, yeah. I have been, I've been wrong. Wow. I've been wrong. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not What's, to say that. How, I do, you, check, how uh, do you, what, 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 what prompted you to go and do that research? Because I was at my, at my fiance's uh, family's house and then, uh, someone there was a January baby and somehow we were talking about, oh, I'm a rat. Then he was like, oh no, but you are a January baby, right? And you're born this year. I don't think you're a rat. I'm like, no, no, no I am. He said, no, you check because it depends whether it's before or after Chinese New Year that year. Then I Google oh. and I found out, yeah, I'm not a Boom, rat. mic drop. Man. So Boom. was that moment like one of those like uh, the blood just drained from your face? Oh, no, la, no. La. Yeah, I mean, I don't thing. think I've ever actively <laughs> checked my zodiac and what it means for the year. Uh, okay, it's just yeah. one of those things that I'm like, oh shit. It's like finding out you're a different blood group. La. I see, I see. Yeah, uh, yeah It's not, it's not, a, it's not a big deal for for most people our age. Like. Yeah, it's, it's not a, say I found out I'm adopted or something that. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, or something like, that. Na- is Naomi Neo, like Naomi Neo, that kind of. Yeah, thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, correct, yeah, correct, yeah. correct. So Maybe you need to make do, YouTube video. You should do a YouTube video about it. Harish discovers he's a <laughs> oh, yeah. he's a pig and <laughs> not sit, a rat. <laughs> I sit my family down. I'm like, you know, guys, you know, for my whole life, I thought I was a rat, but I'm a pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Wow, uh, that, yeah. that, I think that can go number one on trending also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that's it sounds like uh sounds like you go viral. Uh, it'll straight away go viral. Like. Straight away go viral. Straight away go viral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But it's it's fun, like It's fun, like I mean, there's you know, there's all these. I mean, I don't believe in in all that also, like, But mm-hmm. but you know, there's all the stupid things like oh, what's your color? What's your lucky color of the year? Mm. And reading the the generic horoscopes about how. How your career and your love life is going to pan out, and you know, less laughing at how inaccurate they are most of yeah. the time. Uh. 
Yeah, 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 or sometimes realizing, oh shit, is very inaccurate. But then you on the outside, you laugh it off because you're like, oh, I don't care about the shit. And then you go back yeah. and you just cry under cry the shower. Exactly. Yeah, cry on the yeah. inside. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. It's cool. But uh, we we also need to to just give move a on. shout out or plug something. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Uh, yeah. Before we we move on, right? Yes. Um, and uh, the plug is if if you've been a long time listener of this podcast, sometime at the early part of last year, you would have uh, heard us talk about this scripted audio pilot that we made for Audible. Um, it was one of a handful of pilots selected uh, from a whole bunch of applications, and one or a couple will be commissioned to make a full series. Like, and we have heard around the grapevine that we are. Uh, I mean, there should be some updates in the coming weeks, but then. Um, the last year you guys helped us out a lot by giving it a listen, giving it a rating, giving it a comment. Uh, and it would be great if you haven't to just check it out at the link in the show notes and leave a comment, leave a rating uh, because that would help prop our rankings up. I think we mm. were the leaders for a while and then we lost the lead and now we really need help from you guys, man. Like just mm. go to the link, listen, leave a comment, uh, leave a rating if you like it and let's get back to that top spot, man. And hopefully that bodes well for us when the the results are announced, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I think we're we're just yeah wanting to just close the loop a whole year later. Yeah. On this on this project as well, Because uh, yeah, yeah. Every time New Year rolls around, you know, we we tend to like look back at what ha- what's what's been going on the past year, and yeah. we we're like, oh shit, yeah, this this. This audio podcasting, you know, we were even on the newspaper on the cover of Life and all. Oh yeah, correct. Life for a while, right? It's <laughs> true. It's so true. It was a yeah. It, it was meant to be a big part of our past year, but yeah, we haven't really heard back since. Yeah, heard so back. I, I uh, guess we're just hoping something happens sooner. I guess maybe we should tell them what it's about, la, Like right. So, uh, Terence, mm. would you like to do the honors? No, I think I think you should go ahead, man. You should go ahead since you you were the one who came out the idea and all, la. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, so it's a thirty-five minute audio pilot. And it's scripted, so it's a story like what you would watch on Netflix, except this is just told through audio. And it's set in a world where people can sell shares of themselves. Um, mm. And prisoners are the first people to trial this program uh, to get early release. And whoever buys their shares can kind of control their life. La. So it mm. follows this one character played by yours truly, um, who is in, in a bit of a family drama, re- decides to sell shares of himself to get out early to see his dying mom. Um, and yeah a whole bunch of shit happens and we got other people like Noah Yap um, Paul Foster uh, and Joe Tan and a bunch of other talented voice actors and we are super proud of it and yeah mm. it's going to be very different from Yalabat lah. very different oh it is it is very, a, world, it was direct, a world away yeah. world, and it was directed by Terrence and it was yeah mm. produced created and written by us and Suyin who was a writer who worked with us on this yeah so yeah. give it a listen yeah, give it a listen, give it a rating. Uh, yeah, go on even on Reddit and just tell us what you think about it. Yeah, yeah, cool, man. And bring but us cool. back to number one. Okay, yeah. awesome. Uh, speaking of that, like, uh, yes, uh, bring us back onto the onto the list, so to speak. Yes, uh, that's what actually our first topic is about as well, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what is this topic? And it involves there uh, what the what what the the Americans think of uh, us Singaporeans? Again, yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, it keeps going on uh, But what is it? Um, on January 31st, 2022, the United States Center for Disease Control and Prevention, which whom we will refer to as CDC from now on, um, they updated their latest uh, travel notices la, for all their US citizens uh, in terms of 
where they should travel and how they should how precautious they should be. So they updated it to rank Singapore and push Singapore back to level four, very mm. high level of COVID. And uh, Singapore, I mean, along with Singapore, the US has advised its citizens to also avoid traveling to other level four countries like Brazil, Ecuador, Kosovo, the Philippines, and Paraguay. Mm. So not to shit on those countries, but um, I think it it's been interesting because it feels like in Singapore, you know, we just signed a seven-year F uh, deal with F1 and generally, like what you say, like, I think people do feel a little more optimistic. I can feel it. Then suddenly mm-hmm. the US come and rank us as level four. That's the highest level. No? That's yeah. the highest level. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's right. So, but what, what about this news made you want to talk about it? Uh? Uh, I mean, just the fact that uh, I think we the last time it happened, uh, they actually classified us as unknown or something. Mm. And then yes. we apparently, MOH was in discussions with the US Embassy to provide them more information mm. and, and about what was the situation in Singapore. And then now, now that we provided more information, they're like, okay, you're even you're even more dangerous than we thought. <laughs> so it's like that that has spectacularly backfired on our on our uh, our whole diplomatic process has backfired on us. Uh, yeah, and I mean the to go further back than that, I think uh, it was on October 18, twenty twenty one, when the US raised its advisory for Singapore to the highest level for the first time, I believe, mm. level four. Mm. And then after that, yeah, like what you said, in January it went to unknown, and unknown basically. It's almost worse than level four because unknown means that they, the CDC doesn't have enough info about a particular country to classify it in any of the tiers. So yeah. their recommendation for countries that is rated unknown right, is to uh, be cautious and treat it as a level four country. So yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. the US will say, we don't know what the fuck is going on with Singapore. When you go there, just be prepared because who knows what can happen, which is very mm. different from what we feel, right? Yeah, correct, correct, correct. Yeah, so so it was just interesting, like, uh, and on in January, Ong Yi Kang, um, our health minister of health, he responded via the press conference, kind of saying that, uh, no, they they know full well what's going on, and they are working with the U.S. embassy to provide enough info to to allow them to decide, lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it went from very high to unknown, and then now, like what you said, okay, we give all the data, then okay, they're like, you know what, you're yeah, very high, very high, yeah. don't go, don't go. Yeah, there. I mean. The I guess that's the thing about the US as well. Like it's such a such a big bureaucracy, right? Like every like there's so many different departments in charge of different different things. And uh yeah, you might not have uh the requisite health medical health experts uh, you know, in their foreign affairs office who are able to make the assessments and, and all they have to fall back on are are case numbers, lah, for example. Mm. Yeah, and uh, it just so happens Singapore case numbers are now, right, literally what we had six thousand cases yesterday, yeah, six thousand yeah. plus cases yesterday, right? Yeah, so it looks really bad now because uh, it seems like a lot of people are getting. It. But the the truth is that uh, our cases, uh, also it's because we do we allow a lot of uh, uh self testing right? People to self test with ART kits and then just sort of self isolating. So I think like four thousand plus of those six thousand cases are. Uh, mild or almost no symptoms uh, of COVID. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean it's it's weird because first of all this this data that uh results in the classification is done over a twenty eight day period la, and mm. is reviewed daily. Um, and you can actually download the report from the WHO website for Singapore specifically, where they give a high level um overview of Singapore for the week. 
like ending uh, on week of 6 December, 6 to 12 December 2021. So I think a report looks like that. And you can see certain like NA uh, in the columns for numbers like imported cases and clusters. But generally, um, I mean, it feels quite uh, specific. So that's where it's weird, right? Because now, now if I understand the protocol, even if you test positive using a ART self-administered test, you don't need to declare it, right? Mm-hmm. So that means the number of positive test cases is probably higher than what is reported. Yeah. Um, but then I know they also uh, talk about how they measure the number of positive cases per number of tests. But it just feels like once you take into take that into account, how can Singapore be very high? Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. Because just a little fun fact, uh, according to Ong Yi Kang, uh, as of January 5th, do you know how many PCR tests are done per week? Uh, I think you said 150,000, right? Fuck, you read it. That was meant to be a trivia <laughs> question. La. Hey, sorry, just, sorry, sorry. It's just that basket. you got your tabs. I got my, I also have my, my tabs. What is the point of, of, of saying it's a fun fact and asking that thing and you just coming right with the answer? It's a rhetoric question. We're all, everyone, everyone who listens Alan to this Alan show. Gives, we're, gives we're, some time for the listeners. Give yeah. some time for the listeners to also kind of like uh, you know, think for a bit and all. And what's okay, the point, man? Yeah, yeah, okay, I okay, threw you yeah. an alley oop, and you just took it and uh, no, I like, slam dunk it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how an alley oop works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I was about to throw an alley oop to like one of our listeners. You just took the ball oh, from me yeah. and dunked it. That's what you yeah, did. Sorry, sorry. You dunked uh, my alley oop. Please go ahead. Huh? How many cases? Yeah. How many? Like five hundred and fifty thousand. Terrence. <laughs> oh my god! A week. I had no yeah. clue. And how many of those tests uh, are positive, Terrence? Take a wild guess. Oh, like maybe less than 1%, maybe 5%, I don't know, maybe 5%, I don't know. It's 2%. Oh my God. Isn't wow. that surprising? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, who would have yeah, thought it's less than 2%? And I didn't that, read that like. even, those are even, Those are PCR tests, like you're saying. Yeah, PCR tests. Mm. So, because I mean, ART tests, I don't know whether that would make it into like the WHO report. PCR tests... Because it's you get informed through the internet and like through SMS, which means it's in the system somewhere, la, mm. right? Mm. So it just feels weird. Like, what kind of classification? How does this make sense? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I I feel like uh, them. I mean, for all you know, like there also could be politics involved. In, in the I whole think thing, so. La. Because yeah, uh, I mean, the US hardly is a. It's not. It's a place where the the COVID strategy is is. Is COVID strategy is definitely not like a unified strategy now, right? Mm-hmm. I think the Supreme Court like shot down the president's uh vaccine mandate, uh vaccine mandate rule or something like that, lah. Mm. I'm not sure the specifics, but but it's very contentious right now, lah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's very political, very contentious, and and you know, like like I think Singapore has been, uh, you know, been 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 out there in front as like uh, well, we have one of the highest most fascinated populations, right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and yeah, we're, we're all literally gotten or are getting our third boost, our booster shots already uh, to the tune of like, you know, 92% of the population being fully vaccinated. Yeah, So exactly. it's, it's, I don't know, maybe it's just meant to, I don't know if there's a political reason why they still choose to to to, to say that we're we are very dangerous and, and everything. Because, you know, the, 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 even the, I think there's also articles from WHO about about the Omicron variant as well, right? Mm-mm-mm. And and because the fact that it is uh yeah that there are they are seeing it, it peak in certain countries and then coming down because 
uh, yeah, they've, they've, it's not as, uh, doesn't seem to to be as uh, obviously deadly as the Delta variant or whatnot, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, correct me I'm, if I'm wrong. I might be, I might be uh, going Joe Rogan on this as well. No, just I think the data does mind. does hint at that, but that's always followed with a wave of apprehension saying that okay, um, but if it's contracted by someone in the vulnerable group, mm. it can be um dire, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think it, those comments from WHO came also off the back of like what you said, certain countries um easing restrictions. I think Denmark mm. as of first February, they have lifted all COVID restrictions. Mm. Norway is following suit. Uh, I think Austria was last week. The UK mm. was the one that led the charge of like, okay, no more COVID restrictions. And then on the other side, Singapore is highly dangerous. Yeah. So it's highly dangerous. Like highly with dangerous. All our, with all our COVID restrictions still in place for like, I don't know how many months already. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, of course, like what you said, the political thing does come into play because uh, Lim Tien, uh, you know, the opposition leader, mm. he has taken the chance to kind of slam the PAP government and, and labeling it utterly shameful. Uh. Mm. Um, I think he's basically going off that, okay, if the US CDC thinks Singapore is very high, it's clear evidence that the PAP has fucked things up, which also you look at it, you're like, um, uh, what about the question of whether the CDC ranking is legit in the first place? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, I don't even know if it's... Uh, yeah, like, I, I, can't, I can't really say for certain like, like why, why is the reason behind it and you know the... the, 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 the MOH having to probably pull strings the embassy and then the embassy the ambassador has to go and you know call someone and get a favor for someone to talk to someone you know all that, that kind of stuff that goes on if you watch enough of these like shows like Ozark and all that you know that it's a very complicated process just to get you know uh, you know a country off a list uh. but mm. uh, yeah that, that I think that's that's also I think on the on a more on down down uh, on the ground level uh, like, does it, do you think this will affect like Singapore people wanting to travel to the US or vice versa, and, um, and affecting the you know the the business relationships between countries and all? I mean, I think it could even if people don't uh want it to because I'm assuming when you're traveling on behalf of a company or or even you know traveling for leisure, you are not everyone is as comfortable traveling now because of uh like restrictions and, and stuff like that. Like. And let's say you're planning a personal event or, or even a work thing, chances are the ranking of Singapore is very high if you're coming into Singapore. Uh, I think it would impact people's decisions. Like. Uh, more mm. the people who are on the fence. Like. And if like if you're traveling on behalf of a company, I assume if it's on very high, they might have certain protocols. Like. Okay, if it's level four, okay, you don't go. You just do like a Zoom meeting or some yeah. shit like that. Like. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's why, and I mean, just off the back of like the F1 contract being signed where Singapore is coming out to the world saying, you know, we yeah. hope to open up. <laughs> yeah. Fucking very high. Um, yeah. yeah. So this but I would, uh, not a lot of Americans watch F1. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, right? it's uh, that's true. Uh, Europeans and Australians, yeah. Yeah, they got their Indy 500 and all. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's why I just wonder, like, how was the conversation between the Singapore government and the US embassy when this came out? Are they like, guys, what the fuck, man? You know, like, yeah. uh, are you all are you all crazy or what? Because in some ways, if you don't test that much or you don't declare your numbers that willingly, feels like it bodes well for the country in terms of the ratings, lah. Yeah, correct. Lah. Like this one is like, if you raise your hand, you get that's when you get slapped, uh, You know. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, for it's just like, declaring too much. Uh. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like the teacher is is not wanting to pick on the people who ne- maybe never do homework, you know. Yeah. But the people who do the homework but never answer one question, but answer nine out of ten questions, the teacher's like, yo, why the fuck didn't you answer that one question? But the people yeah. who never even submit the homework, you're like, okay lah, yeah. They're beyond hope already lah. Amen, amen. Yeah. But I mean, it's a, uh, I guess it's just a, uh, like I said lah, the, 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 you know, diplomacy, uh, a lot of things happen behind the uh, under the mm. table that we don't don't know about. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and and sometimes between countries, if they're negotiating for something something economic, mm, uh, economy mm, mm. related or business association related or something, they yeah. use these other avenues to sort of twist the arm of the of the opposing country or so lah, right? And, yeah, exactly. And, uh, if it, maybe there's some other discussion about something else about I don't know, VTLs or something like that. Oh maybe yeah, maybe that, yeah. That, that could be causing causing issues this way. So mm. yeah, we'll only only Ongi Kang himself knows lah. But In the sense that you mean know. like if Singapore is not willing to budge on some something that the US is asking for the VTL, then the US is like okay, fine. Oh shit! Oh shit! Your country is very high high risk. Sorry. Yeah. And yeah. then all that yeah. kind of stuff happens closer. And I think Singapore's yeah. recent spike also doesn't help because for CDC on their website they say the travel health notice is. Uh, increase when there's a spike with, for 14 mm. consecutive days above the threshold. So maybe it's also one of those times where Singapore, over the past few weeks, like people, I think initially when like you see like 5,000 cases, it was a bit of a shock. But then mm. now people are, okay, like five 6,000 cases, but that's still above the threshold for yeah. the CDC. Yeah. No, because I think we've already, internally in Singapore, we've made it very clear that as long as our ICU numbers don't, Go up like yeah. crazy. We're 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 okay. So even the case numbers go up and 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 more people get COVID. Uh, that is all part of it being endemic, lah. Right? You know that, yeah. that people are testing at home. They know how to test themselves at home. They know how to self isolate. And we are relying more on the honor system than having to you know catch everyone like in China or anything, lah. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, it's, you can't blame uh MOH for for doing what they do and 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 still. You know, in 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 a sense, still trying to report, uh, the numbers, even though it makes it it makes it harder to, it makes it like like in this situation lah. You know, it makes it harder for other countries to like you know process our data and, and think whether Singapore is a safe destination and all that. Yeah, and I guess yeah. politically in Singapore, it's probably for the PAP. It's like ah oh, fuck because it's an yeah. easy. It provides ammo to those government haters lah. Exactly, exactly. Right? Yeah. Like Lim Tian, like Lim Tian, yeah, Lim Tian. Yeah. Utterly yeah. shameful. But the, the, Utterly shameful. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, the important thing is to remember that CDC is also trying to get their own shit together. Yeah, so, yeah so, exactly. Yeah, you don't, I mean, it's a very low priority. Like, even, if it's, even if it's, let's say it was just an innocent mistake or, or they just haven't looked at the data closely enough. It's a very low priority to them, really. Yeah, exactly. Biden's administration on the brink of like collapse and shit like that. But yeah, if you go to Lim Tian's uh, Facebook page, a lot of the comments are like, yeah, la, PAP bashers. La. Yeah, uh, we easy, can hide la. the truth here by the different legislations, media control, minuscule control. So, uh, yeah. But out there in the open where media is not controlled, no one covers up transparency. The naked yeah. truth will surface. Correct, mm-hmm. correct, correct. Interesting. Yeah. La. Tough one. La, tough one. Tough one for Singapore. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, speaking of uh, tough one for Singapore, <laughs> it's about, the next topic is about hanging tough, man. Hanging about, tough, uh, uh. young kids hanging tough, yeah. and what uh, what the old old people are saying about it. <laughs> um, if I may, yes, please yeah, go ahead. So the next article is about, yeah, like uh, I think BMT, 
the basic military training school of the Singapore Armed Forces recently posted some photos of uh, recruits, new army recruits undergoing what they call metabolic uh, metabolic uh, circuits, uh, mm. which are exercises that are, are meant to be very intense. It's like HIIT, like, I would suppose. Yeah, you do yeah. on the spot, uh, you know, like push-ups on the ground, you know, stair climbers on the ground and running on the spot. Uh, you do as a as a whole group. And they and they do it on the parade square. Lah. And so mm. they posted these photos, I think, because these this this cohort of uh soldiers were getting ready for the IPPT test. And uh but a little, little, little detail, a very little Chinese New Year detail inside the photos has mm. got everyone talking. Lah. And mm. what is that one little detail? It's a small personal mat uh on yeah. which there are pictures of these BMT recruits doing push-ups. La. Yeah, it's a small red foam mat, la, right? Yeah. That each like soldier a, has, la, right? Yeah, it's like a yoga mat, but shrunk, la, shrunk down. Yeah. Like Definitely. a pocket-sized uh, yoga mat. And shoulder-width uh, in length, la, right? Shoulder-width. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, so that you can do correct. your push-ups. You can put your hands on it and do your push-ups and all. La. Correct. Uh, and yeah, so a lot of people are, are freaking out about it because... Uh, it's a new thing. I don't think it's ever been... I don't think uh, older people or at least past cohorts uh, of in, the, in BMT or in the army have ever mm. used an exercise mat like this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, people are... The usual comments about, wow, strawberry generation. Last time, my time, I had to do it on the hot parade square on asphalt and, and everything and nobody cared about our welfare. Now these kids even just doing exercise on... On a parade square, they need to have a mat to protect their hands. What kind of mm. soft army is this? And and, and all that. Lah. Yeah. Uh, and a couple of articles were written about it in Mothership, you know, Goody Feed, and, and all the all these great uh, alternative media uh, news sites. And the comments were, yeah, lah, it was along those lines. Mm. But uh, everyone was just like focused on nothing but the the red yoga mats. Lah. But what do you think about these, these mats when you first saw them in these pictures? Lah? Um, I think the older me may have been like, huh, really? Ah? Fuck, lah. you know, building those calluses and shit like that teaches you mental toughness and shit and mm. stuff like that. Mm. But I think now I'm like, yeah, lah, if it prevents injuries and it mm. still gets them stronger, mm. uh, there's really no, nothing wrong, man. For me, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Yeah. The first but thing actually that, that stood up to me was that, uh, what, the, I don't know whether it's just me or, or what lah. But the, all the people that they feature in the photos of the exercising, they look damn fit lah. Yeah, they like, do. Wow, six pack uh, all like, I mean, they're all very thin. Like most Singaporean guys are very, very thin. You know, thin and yeah. they look like kids. But they all like mostly like look quite fit and like six packs. Like they can run 2.4 close to seven minutes, that kind of thing. Uh. Yeah. And I'm like, okay lah, that's not a very clear representation of, of the, the general the, the general stroth of the population lah, right? Yeah, because because like to point out the pictures are uh, they're all topless doing the exercise. Uh. Ah, that was the thing that struck me most. Uh. I don't uh, remember uh. in army doing stuff topless that often. Yeah, yeah. Right. So topless was part. mostly just your, yourself in the bunk kind of thing, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were really made to be topless outside, uh. yeah. Yeah, so maybe the choice is if you want to get yoga mat, you take off your top. If you <laughs> don't want a yoga mat, you have to put your top on. Oh yeah, actually, actually, if you if you are wearing a shirt and doing sit ups and all that, you don't really need a yoga mat, already, lah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, mm. so that's why maybe I don't know. Like, 
I think we have spoken about the SAF and their approach towards army and their evolution. And generally, I think we have been on like, okay, la, it's, it's good that they're evolving and not just sticking mm. to the past. La. But this yeah. one, I just found it funny that, yeah, the, the whole, they're they are topless uh, without their shirt. Um, but then, even going to the mat, like, uh, even if you look at tennis players, football players, the way they train now, there's probably a mm. lot more like what might seem like comforts, la, right? Mm, but it's like just training better. La. Yeah, sport yeah. signs and all that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even you look at the people who do who do yoga uh, when they go to studios and all, you go and tell them, hey, you fuck, la, you, why, you, why you need a mat? You go yeah. and do on the floor. La. <laughs> right. Work, work your tailbone a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's just one of those things that maybe having gone through it, you look at it, you're like, wow, Lao, it's so easy now. And yeah. when we were going through it, our the seniors who went through previous batches like Kana trained by the Israeli. I remember my uncle told me his stories. It's insane, la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's never. I I think it's always difficult to compare what the uh, the kids are going through now with what it was back then. La. But truth be told, when I first saw this, I was also like rubbing my hands in glee, like ah, another chance to like, you know, shit on the S- SAF. Yeah, talk about SAF and how they. How oh, they you know they're training like like uh wusses and all that. But but the 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 thing is, yeah, I I I, I was like, oh yeah, I mean, you know, they should be, you know, trying to train these kids to have calluses in their hands and and so that they can, you know, they can when they go out to the jungles and all these things, like, you know, they'll be they'll be more um uh, resistant to to whatever, like to getting their hands injured or disease and things like that, like, right? Mm. But um from what I understand from reading a bit more is that this metabolic circuit is is really to train them up for the IPPT, right? And mm. if that's the case, IPPT, you're not required to, you know, be in the jungle, doing push-ups in the jungle or anything like that. The main thing about IPPT is just to, to see your fitness. And, mm. and if that's the case, if you can prevent them getting blisters and getting other injuries that stop them from training... Uh, and allow them to actually go and compete and pass IPPT. Why not? La? That's that's actually a good thing, la, right? Mm. And all that, who knows all that, there's separate training in terms of like getting their hands callous and blistered can be done when they are wearing their number four uniform or out in the jungles or anything like that, all right? Just just separated mm. from this from this PT exercise. La. So yeah, I actually think it's a it's a good thing that now they are when they when they really focus on your fitness, they're focused on your fitness la, and not about trying to tekan you at the same time. La. But then so then, are you saying that if it was less about fitness, let's say general conditioning or mm. one of those like root marches or yeah. something of outfield, ah, yeah, do you think do you think that making making that too comfortable would be detrimental? Yeah, yeah. So let's say they're going for a root march and then suddenly, okay, everybody knock it down or whatever, and then suddenly everyone has to take out a red mat and then lay it on the floor <laughs> nicely before they put their hands. Then, then take off their top, yeah. take off their top, you know, fold it. I'm like, what the hell is this shit, la, right? Because yeah, re- part of regimentation is you need to react fast in emergency situations and all that, la, right? Yeah. So so you can't rely on having this red mat, right? And red is such a, I mean, you can't bring that into a jungle with you yeah. either. <laughs> you get shot <laughs> by the enemy the first thing, you know. The enemy can... helicopter, they're like, guys, yeah. uh, <laughs> there's a platoon of men who have stopped. Yeah. They've taken out some red things red and putting it on the ground. <laughs> Can't confirm if it's explosives or mines. Oh, wait. They're doing push-ups. Push-ups, exercise mats. Is that, oh, it's the SAF exercise mats. Oh, exercise mats. Okay, okay. So I see, I see. Good time for. to attack. That's what we look for good, next time. <laughs> a good time to wow. attack. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I would expect that they don't carry these mats out with them to the jungle because that would be 
that 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 they deserve to be laughed at, like if they do that. No, that is like you know they when you see people going for yoga class, they sling it over their shoulder, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see this BMT FBO, the full battalion, yeah. uh, full battle order. Uh, it includes yoga Strapped mat. <laughs> so, so that's where that's where when the BMTC Facebook page posts these sort of pictures, right? Do you think that internally they know that okay, people confirm going to complain? No, man. I don't think they know because you think about it, like the. The people running these social media sites also, they come from this current batch of soldiers, right? So they don't mm. come with that. They don't come with that. Oh, you know, this is what older people are going to say about this about this kind of training, that kind of thing. They don't come from that mentality. To them, it's just like, oh, this is how it's, it's, it's always been done, la, you know? So so you can't blame... I don't think you can even blame an, the editor or whatever for for posting these pictures or what because it's it's just this is no. what they know this is their lives right no you can post pictures but maybe just show the workout huh? maybe the workout was like 200 push-ups in 5 minutes oh, um, 1000 sit-ups yeah. um, you know then you're like oh shit okay like give them the mat give them the mat yeah yeah, yeah. possibly possibly uh, yeah maybe they can ex- even explain more about how how these how these mats are scientifically proven to reduce injury or anything like that. Mm. I think that that will help justify in people's minds and then they won't, they won't make so much noise about it. But but maybe, like the question is, do they even need to justify? Because like what you said, this is what they're doing every day. So mm. it's not say you want to hide and like, oh, you have to prove why it's it's good training and all. If the people are fit, if the IPPT standards are getting raised every year, then great. Mm. But if you get questions outfield like, hey, sir, where's the mat? Ah? Then <laughs> you deserve to slap them, like, You get a chance yeah, yeah, to slap yeah. all these people, like. Exactly, exactly. Right. So, so, so it was just funny. You like, I think most people who maybe I don't know, like, probably people look at this article. You know already the internet is going to shit on it. You know. Yeah. So you the question I have is like, if if are, do these red mats make an appearance in the the new Jack New movie? Are girls go army? You know. Oh, <laughs> whether, well, I whether you... the girls have to use this on knocking it down and all. Like. Oh, that's like a whole can of worms, yeah. <laughs> a whole other can of worms based on rev- early reviews of the movie, la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I mean, I thought is is is. I mean, I'm also interested in the sense that uh, you don't just look at the mats, uh, They look at the like the shoes that they're all wearing. They they you know they're all given standard issue shoes to wear, right? In BMT. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like every uh, it, it, this looks new to me, la. I haven't seen this this new design before. Oh, I think and, I, uh, I I just yeah. met a friend recently who got new shoes and new shorts, and he said that quality is actually quite good. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are like Asics shoes, right? They're they're not mm. like you know just no brand shoes or what. And Asics yeah. probably gets a huge contract to produce like these for for a whole BMT batch and everything, like, right? So yes, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, to me, it's like yeah, like, If 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 it's about the 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 recruits' fitness and all that, then it just. Do everything that is within your your power to to make the training better and more and 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 you know less less injury prone and all uh. mm. yeah. So so kudos to kudos to SAF for this man. See, we don't always shit on the SAF. Yeah. This is proof that we are actually very neutral and very measured in our assessment of 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 the SAF and and uh, its its shortcomings and or whatever lah, right? Except one thing that I just noticed as I scroll through the photos. You know, you say you can mm. see people with six packs and all. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I realize the only people who don't look as fit oh, are Indian people. Huh? Oh, Indian. Oh, wow. we got to go like, there. Yeah. I, go there. I mean, I'm just saying. La, I'm just saying it's stuck up. <laughs> no, la, there's, you know? one, there's one where there's there's an Indian guy like stretching in the front. He looks quite fit. Right? 
He looks I like mean, he, run, he doesn't like have a six-pack or something. La. Well, so, no six-pack. Unless they are, they, are, they are runners. La. They are runners. They are. They could be runners. But also <laughs> six-pack also, it could mean he's dehydrated. Lor. He never drink enough water for the last few days. <laughs> kind of thing. He's very thin to begin with. But I mean... So maybe, maybe it, the BMT uh, gives them meds but never give them water. Correct, like you correct. No, no, water. You want to be hydrated or you want to have no calluses? Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but that's... Yeah, when I do look at the people that are out of focus in the background a little bit more, mm. they definitely don't look as fit. Yeah. And, uh, that, and that, that, that is my, that's my memory of BMT when everyone's not that fit. Yeah. I mean, I know I put it, I put my, my racial lens on so I'll take uh, it off. Okay, it was unnecessarily, okay. but I just had to yeah. say, la, I just had Whoa, to say. Chinese New Year trying to do this kind of thing on Chinese <laughs> yeah, New Year. Yeah. It's not posted when? Oh, 25th January. La. It's not like yeah, uh, they posted on Chinese New Year, then show yeah. Indian people, then there'll be some message, oh, Indian people have less Jammu and uh, Muruku <laughs> during Deepavali. Have yeah, fruits. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Have fruits. Fruits. Yeah. yeah but man. Uh, no, yeah, kudos to kudos to all the, the SAF and these, these guys working hard. Kudos to them because yeah, I think the last time we spoke about it, there was some talk about some new department in the SAF uh, made up of professional physios, and they were talking about they were approaching it really like sports science like that. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Right. So yeah. So that 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 was cool. Yeah. All right, uh, man. All right. That brings us to the next segment. Yeah. Which the, is the one your one comment, comment. The past few days and what is what is yours, man, Terence? Uh, I think my one should comment was uh, someone who called Fano Fano Fippo, mm. uh, just saying uh, thanking us for the James Kuma interview episode, uh, mm. saying that he, uh, he or she really enjoyed listening to James and and enjoyed the rapport, and that he was very frank in sharing about his struggles and insights being an actor. So mm. because of that, they'll definitely will check out our new TV series Mars Poi. Sentatum, which is mm. out now on me watch for free mm. and uh well done on putting out a project which you're proud of so yeah i mean uh it's it's cool that that, that you know you they actually got through that the, the whole interview with james because i think yeah james put a lot of uh, uh i mean he, he laid himself bare during the interview and talked about a lot about the vulnerabilities of being a creative person in singapore and growing up like that and all and mm. uh that was i i, I think uh you know maybe if you're not a fan of, of, of his work or what, maybe you might be after you listen to him talk about it a bit more. Lah. So mm-hmm. thank you to, to Fan of Fipo for going through that whole podcast. Yeah, Fan of Fipo. And um, yeah, there are 12 episodes, right? Just literally got launched today, 2nd February. Mm. Right? Um, yeah, so check it out, man. Yeah. And what is your one shook comment? Uh, my one short comment is from long-time meme generator Big Sloth Boy who posted mm. something three days ago like a mm. cover art <laughs> or artist rendition of a cover art for the Yalabad live podcast Shing Xiong Singapore Grand Prix Formula One edition. Yeah, Fucking yeah. love it, man. Yeah, <laughs> love it. We got to make it happen, man. Um, we, I, whether yeah, it's Shing Xiong or not, whether it's yeah, This is like a bit like the, you know, the, the Shang-Chi, the actor when he tweeted Marvel, hey, let's make Oh, Let's yeah. make Marvel's first Asian superhero happen. And yeah, then next exactly. Thing you know, like let's go. This is oh, like, hey, yeah, let's, make, let's make Shing, uh, let's make Yalabad at the F1 Grand Prix happen. The live podcast. Wow, that would be yeah. dope. Like, we got like a floating booth, you know, uh, like live podcasting the whole time. Ooh, that would be yeah, sick, yeah, man. Yeah. That would be sick. Be and this, will, this can be the cover art. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if Shang Shang becomes a sponsor, wow, that will yeah. really 
really make me believe in manifestation and all that jazz. This <laughs> exactly. is manifestation to the max, man. Yeah, manifestation. Yeah, man. Manifested. But Manifested. Yeah. Uh, cool, cool, cool. All so, right, and the final segment uh, of the one show thing of the week. Wait, let me let yeah. me pull mine. Up. Would Would you like to go first? Uh. One shot thing. Hmm. Uh, oh, or should I go? I think I think you can go ahead first. Yeah. Okay. Uh my recent show uh, recommendation is for those of you who subscribe to Disney Plus. There's this show that I just realized is on there. It's called Dave. Um, Day. Dave. Dave. D A V E. Oh, D A V. I thought day. What day? Day is D E I. You thought like type of some documentary or something. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave. D A V E. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, and it's it's a comedy series created and starring uh, Little Dicky, you mm. know the the Jewish mm. rapper. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think I've mentioned the show Atlanta, which I watched, which was also on Disney, created by Childish Gambino, uh, mm. Donald Glover, and that took a very dark kind of like gritty tone. This one, it's super hilarious. It's it's great writing and. If you haven't listened to Little Dicky, we'll put a link in the show notes and whatnot. He's he's a rapper who is like unlike any other rapper, and he's like a legit rapper. Like, I think his last collaboration with Chris Brown has like seven hundred million views on YouTube. Um, and the show is in that style. Like, it's very irreverent. It's very self-deprecating, and it's about his journey, which is loosely based on his life uh, as an up-and-coming rapper who goes viral on YouTube and then tries to become a legit rapper. Like. Mm, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. it's great, yeah. man. He's he's someone that like I remember early in the days when we started YouTube, my my friends in the US was like pointing, hey, do you know this guy, Lil Dicky? He's a friend's friend who was who's also like trying to do stuff on YouTube. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then I was like, oh yeah, I'll check him out. And yeah, he was he wasn't like he wasn't a big name or anything back then. It was just like a dude yeah. with a YouTube channel. And we are connected yeah. to him because we all three of us went to the same school. Oh, uh, right. Lil Dicky went to the same school. Did we? Yeah, Lil, Did Lil Dicky went to Penn. Uh? Oh, you went to Penn? Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know, man. Wow, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's insane. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I believe that's so. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. My one shook thing was, uh, yeah, something that I managed finally managed to catch over this Chinese New Year break uh, was uh, the movie Scream. Mm. Like, uh, it's in a Scream 5, uh, basically. That uh, mm. it's, uh, it's not a... It's not a prequel or a sequel per se. It's a requel, so to speak, in the in the movie's parlance, uh, a requel. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, you know, the, the people paying homage to the first Scream because this is the first Scream that it wasn't helmed by Wes, Wes Craven, uh, you know, the the, 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 the the horror director who's done who's done mm. like uh, a lot of different scary franchises and he, he actually directed Scream 1 to 4. Uh, so mm. so um, yeah, this one was uh by by a new team that's taken over, and mm. it's it's pretty uh it's pretty cool uh, cause like like I mentioned, it's not a sequel per se, it's a requel, and uh I don't know I, I don't know if I, like talking more about it will give give stuff away, but it also features the original cast. That means you see Nev Campbell, uh you know Courtney Cox, and then uh Dave Dave Arquette all back. Uh, reprising their roles from the original Scream as well. Oh shit! Yeah, and then with a new, a new, a new bunch of uh, younger actors too. 
So it got, it got really good reviews, and it was the the movie that knocked Spider Man off number one uh, in the oh, US. Oh really? Yeah. yeah so, so you enjoyed it? Uh, you enjoyed it? I enjoyed it. I felt like um, watching Ghostbusters, Spider Man, and Scream was like this trilogy. This like uh, trilogy of like nostalgia, like going back into my past and and re experiencing emotions from like movies that I watched twenty years ago lah. So oh. so so now that that trilogy is complete. Uh, I think there could have been one more like Matrix, but I've heard very, very bad things about it. So I, I've not actually gone to the cinema to see it. I'll probably wait for it to see it go on streaming or something. Yeah, uh, that's, what, yeah. that's what I've heard also. Yeah, But, yeah, but cool. after watching these three movies, I feel like, well, okay, I I, I think I'm done with the whole nostalgia bit of of like uh, of watching of watching movies that are from my youth already. Oh, uh, wow, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, because the past few movie recommendations feels like you've been... You've been watching stuff that you're you're enjoying, lah. You're enjoying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I only go to cinema if I'm I'm like pretty sure that I will enjoy it, lah. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, but dude, cool, I think man. there's only got a few shows left. Do check it out if you can. Yeah. Yeah, I still want to catch Spider Man. Like, I want to try and catch it, catch it sometime oh, soon. Oh my god! My god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. please catch I, that. I, I will. I will. I will. More importantly, will. yeah. But Scream is oh. yeah. It's the last couple of sh- screen times really. I think. So if, if in case lah, in case you are looking for a horror movie. Not horror lah. I would say more thriller, thriller, thriller. thriller. Yeah, thriller. it's not supernatural and all. Yeah, well, it's cool that they brought back the original actors. Ah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh. it's it's and you're you're a big fan of Friends and all, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You love Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Then, oh. Yeah, yeah. Cool. cool man. All, right. all right. Chinese New Year episode done. All right. Cool. Then the we'll next. talk to you on to the next and talk to you all soon.